So let yeah. me go ahead and give you my story. This one was really kind of interesting to me, and this one comes out of uh, England. A 65-year-old paramedic survives cardiac arrest after being shocked 25 times. Oy. Yeah, I know. Bill Fisher was walking home when he suddenly fell to the ground in cardiac arrest, and a passerby rushed to help Fisher and began chest compressions. I mean, it seems like everything worked. Two paramedics mm -hmm. perform alternate sets of 60, chest, uh, 60 compressions, each until the paramedics arrive with a defibrillator, and then he was shocked. Uh, five times on the way to hospital, 20 times in the hospital. He was technically dead for 60 minutes, but after 25 shocks, his heart regained a regular rhythm. And, and you know, you look at this and you think 25 shocks. I mean, uh, you know, it's almost like, uh, uh, you know, is the heart <laughs> going to be able to withstand yeah. this, you know? But you want to check for a loose electrode, see if you haven't been shocking, you know, yeah, muscle exactly. artifact or a loose electrode all that time. But this is interesting. I mean, when I yeah. first heard this, I was like, there's no possible way. But uh, obviously yeah. it happened, man, and I'd be interested to know what you thought. You know, it's uh, anytime you're shocking somebody 25 times, uh, or, or multiple times without... And I without, want to know, uh, I'd like to know, sorry to cut you off, but I'd like to know if it was a biphasic monitor or a monophasic monitor. That's that's true. Uh, and you have to, you know, that's a good question. Uh, and, and the other thing that occurs to me is if you've shot somebody 25 times, obviously you need to be shifting into problem-solving mode. What is making the heart refractory to defibrillation and, and making it so irritable? irritable and, and what do you have to do uh, outside the normal realm of treatment, you know, which, what does your ACLS guidelines say now? I mean, the algorithm is epi and chalk, you know, um, and all the good stuff is no longer, uh, you know, strictly in the algorithm. So, you know, is he acidotic? Is he, is he hypoxic, uh, hyperkalemic? What is making the heart so irritable? And what, what type of, uh, how do we need to modify the recipe to, uh, to make it a little more receptive. In our system, we, we've uh, implemented a protocol where we do the, uh, the sequential shocks. The, if we have a patient in, in refractory V-fib, uh, the second unit in brings in their defibrillator, and if, if we've shocked the patient multiple times without conversion, uh, we do uh, one 720-joule shock, which there's some research to show that that is actually fairly effective. Uh, at conversion in shock refractory V-fib. So uh, haven't had a chance to do it myself yet. It requires a second crew with their own defibrillator, and, and we just synchronize our shocks. One, two, three, boom, light him up. And, and uh, I just want to see if I can make somebody's hair stand on it. <laughs> i got to tell you, I mean, that's amazing to hear. And I've not seen this, I've not seen this uh, research. I mean, tell me a little bit about it. Uh, well, it's just uh, um, I can't cite the study for you, but but this was something that, that uh, we implemented in our, our protocol updates a couple of years ago, that there was some evidence, it wasn't the strongest in the world, but that stated that uh, for some people in, in shock refractory V-fib who've been given multiple uh, doses of antiarrhythmic medications and shocked multiple times and were still in V-fib, that higher joule settings uh, were potentially beneficial at, at converting that rhythm. And of course, it, it also uh, applies to people with large people with a lot of body mass. So your, your really big folks might require more energy. You know, there, there's more transthoracic resistance. So you, you really don't know how much voltage is actually, uh, or how much of your, your amperage and is actually reaching the, the heart. So uh, we dialed it up to, to sequential 360 joule shocks. Uh, you know, both we do a sternum and apex and a uh, posterior anterior, you know, so you got the uh, your traditional defibrillator lead placement at, uh, 
pad placement and then a, uh, a uh, traditional pacing pad placement. And uh, you, you light them up at 360 joules with both monitors at the same time. Ba-boom. Uh, and apparently, according to the research, that is actually more effective than just continuing to shock it at 360 joules. 